Dialogos Radio's Commentary of the Week. Each week, Michael Navradagis provides views and opinions on issues pertaining to Greece and to the worldwide Greek community. Coming up next, here on Dialogos Radio. A few days ago, the results of the stress tests of European banking institutions were announced, and if you happened to be watching the major television stations in Greece or happened to be reading the major newspapers, you would have come away with the impression that Greece's four remaining banking institutions all passed these so-called stress tests with flying colors. News reports on the major private television stations, all of which are pro-government, and on the supposedly public broadcaster NetEat, cheerfully repeated the government's propaganda that all of Greece's banks are in sound financial shape and that they all passed the stress tests without an issue. The problem is that three of Greece's four banks, as well as three Cypriot banks, did not pass the stress tests and were among the 23 European banks in total which did not pass. These banks include the National Bank of Greece, Eurobank, and the Bank of Piraeus. The only way one could find this out in Greece, however, was by seeking out independent, foreign, or online news sources, as the mainstream media completely censored this story. This is not the first example of media propaganda and censorship in Greece's media today, nor is it the first example of outright lies on the part of the Greek government, which was once again publicly patting itself on the back for its supposed economic success story. A success story which has seen the poverty rate increase by over 98%, average salaries decline by almost 40%, percent, pensions reduced by 45%, unemployment increased by over 190%, a 25% reduction in GDP, an increase of over 35% in Greece's national debt, a 30% decline in the number of businesses operating, and over 5,000 suicides. Have you defined success as completely leveling a national economy? Then yes, Greece is indeed a success story. As for the banks, these same banks that failed the stress tests are the ones which have received over 212 billion, that's a billion with a B, euros of taxpayer money in order to be recapitalized between 2008 and 2013. As if that was not enough, however, these banks have also received an additional 10 billion euros in tax breaks during this same period. These are the banks which we are told are responsible and serious, but which in reality have dried up lending to small businesses and to households, and which have contributed to the foreclosures of properties belonging to 600 and 87,427 households in Greece just in the first three quarters of this year. In fact, earlier this year, the president of Greece's Alpha Bank spoke out against the Greek government's withdrawal after public pressure of a 25 euro entry fee for patients at Greece's public hospitals. Greg Pallast, in today's interview, spoke about bloodsuckers, vultures, and jackals, which attack a national economy. It is clear that in addition to the jackals, such as the international vulture funds, banks, financial institutions, and the IMF, that the enemy in Greece also lies within, and the average Greek citizen has paid dearly to keep this enemy alive because, just as in the United States and elsewhere, we are told that these banks are too big to fail. Many in Greece have hopes that Syriza, the supposedly leftist main opposition party which is currently leading in the polls, will lead Greece out of the economic morass that it is in, and that it will implement policies which will help the millions of Greek citizens who have suffered 
suffered during this crisis as a result of the austerity measures which have been enforced. And yet, during Syriza's recent party conference, Syriza's Central Committee rejected proposals which called for the renationalization and public control of Greece's banks, the reversal of the privatizations which have taken place, and the abolition of Greece's privatization fund, the renationalization of formerly public utilities and entities of strategic importance, and the implementation of a new progressive tax code which would primarily benefit the poorest classes of Greek society. I repeat that these proposals were rejected by Syriza, the oh-so-leftist opposition party in Greece, which in its recent official economic proposals also calls for Greece to remain in the Eurozone and rejects a unilateral stoppage of payments of Greece's debt. With all due respect to our very gracious guests from recent weeks, Yorgos Katrugalos and Rania Andonopoulos, it should be clear from Syriza's proposals and also from the facts presented by investigative journalist Greg Pallast that there is no such thing as renegotiation or an easing of terms when international banksters and vulture funds are concerned. There is no such thing as economic recovery when your currency, your interest rates, your economic policy, your exchange rates are all controlled by Germany. And there is surely no hope of recovery when your supposedly radical opposition party wishes to maintain the shackles which Greece has been locked into for the past five years of crisis. One has to wonder what else needs to happen and how many more indignities Greece and its people need to suffer for people to understand that the way out of the crisis is by saying the same word which Greece had the courage to say 74 years ago to the Axis powers. No.